A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing <laughs> works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief. Have WrestleMania plans fallen apart? Another wrestling vet calls today's crop of wrestlers rude. And another wrestling legend starts a podcast. We preview tonight's SmackDown and recap NXT UK. But first, what did Triple H have to say about taking over WWE? Larson, what's in the news? So, the game, the King of Kings, Triple H, recently appeared on the Michael K. show and was asked if he sees himself being the king of WWE running the company, to which Triple H replied king these transcripts, king of kings. courtesy Wrestling Inc. So, Triple H said, quote, look, for me, all of this comes down to the success of WWE. I never started this on any standpoint. When I got into it, I just wanted to do it because I thought it was the greatest form of entertainment in the world and just want to be great at it and whatever comes along with it. As my career wound down, I realized I was just as fascinated with the behind the scenes of it. It's irrelevant to me who was steering the ship or who was doing what. There's plenty of work for everybody here. For me, it's all about ensuring uh, that, like the tagline says, then, now, forever, this brand of entertainment that I personally consider the greatest blended form of entertainment in the world, I hope that continues so to me, it's irrelevant to any of it. It's as long as it continues. Triple H has really mastered the art of giving non-answers. It's kind of his new gimmick, isn't it? It's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, he buries answers now. <laughs> the golden shovel, you want an answer? No, I bury it. Sledgehammer pedigree to your answer. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like, you know, you, you know, you know that like deep down he's like, Oh, I could run this company. It could be the greatest thing ever. I could have a new golden era for the WWE forever, forever, forever is, is yeah. what I think of it now. Yeah. But you know, his hands are tied. Vince ain't going away until, uh, you know, he's he's buried. Um, so, I don't I mean, know. What else, is, what else is he supposed to say? He's, like if he says, oh, I can't wait, mm-hmm. probably not good. It's a situation where he kind of has to give a non-answer. He gave yeah. a non-answer. I'm really. Uh, I think I've been practicing bore on the floor. I could bury <laughs> Shane and Stephanie and Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn and bore on the floor. <laughs> That's a Succession reference, people. You yeah, watch Succession. Yeah, it's great. great show. Watch that show. <laughs> yeah. So speaking uh, of shows yeah. that may not be great, Steve, let's move on to WrestleMania 37. Uh, it sounds oh. like it could be a great, huge mess. It's gonna be great. Uh, so uh, we've heard Melzer talk for almost a, w- a week now about how little is in place for WrestleMania 37, but we finally get some good news. There's. One match apparently set. However, everything else still very much up in the air. This is what uh, Meltzer reporting in this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Steve, go ahead. You can take this. He said regarding WrestleMania as of this week, only one match on the show was finalized, and that would be the Reigns match. We don't know who his opponent is other than it's not Nakamura. Those who have been around the company for a long period say there's never been a situation where this late in the game so little has been locked in and even teased on television. I kind of find that, I mean, generally speaking, on a year-to-year basis, 
I mean, you know, some years it's kind of obvious. Other years, I don't know, not so much, man. Yeah, I don't know. So, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is someone obviously, whoever his source is, I would imagine backstage, been around to see and witness the inner workings of these things. This is all speculation. My part. I don't know who his source is. Uh, and uh, what? No, go ahead. Oh, I was right. gonna. Yeah, go, no, go ahead. I'm not. I'm not crapping on you. Go ahead. No, I was saying. Uh, you know, I would assume his source has been around, seen the 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 creative development uh, from Rumble to Mania, setting things up, getting things planned in advance to a degree. It's all up to Vince's whims, obviously. Yeah. So you would think again, whoever sources would speak with some uh, semblance of knowledge on the inner workings of all this stuff, and therefore that they're uh, you know they assume or sorry uh, they think. It's an absolute mess now. You'd like to think all that stuff is true, but, you know, Dave's gotten some stuff wrong in the past. Um, so I, I kind of, this one, I'll be honest with you, I kind of take it with a bit of a grain of salt. Oh, yeah, I kind of yeah, do. Yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. According to Dave, though, Vince has finally decided on a winner and a finish for the men's rumble. It remains to be seen, though, if it's the scary finish reported by Russell Votes earlier this week. I mean, the, the way that they've set things up, you know, Raw might be a bore, but... They have, within the context of what's going on in Raw, they do have some stuff up in the air that could be pretty interesting. Now, yeah. I, to me, it seems obvious that, and I could be completely wrong on this, like Edge and AJ Styles are on a collision course for WrestleMania. I definitely see that happening, yes. I mean, I I know WrestleMania is a ways off. It's, it's, it's in, what is it, April 10th or 9th or something like that? Uh, April 10th and 11th. Okay. That's a ways off still. Uh, but I mean, clearly, isn't Randy Orton versus the Fiend? That has to be at WrestleMania. You would right? think so. You would think so. I mean, they've been taking forever to get to that, and they're they're taking the long route. I mean, that, that just screams mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, Reigns is already set. Uh, on Raw, there's a lot of great pieces there on Raw. Maybe they're just maybe with Raw, they're having some uh, uh analysis paralysis, if you will, because you got Keith Lee, you got Sheamus, you got Goldberg. And then, of course, Drew McIntyre, the champion. So there's a lot mm-hmm. that they could mm-hmm. do with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Bob Lashley's a, a pretty decent deal. They haven't. They, they're really taking their time getting to this Matt Riddle thing. I know they just did the gauntlet on Monday, yep. but I feel like him and Matt Riddle have been dancing endlessly. Oh yeah, uh, for the past like couple months, it feels like. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they they've got a lot of pieces that they can play with. Maybe it's just a matter of nailing down exactly what they want to do with them. Definitely, and um, you know, you with especially with Elimination Chamber coming up next month, you'd assume. Uh, you know, if they got Ra- uh, Roman's uh, match set for Mania, you know, okay, let's let's assume that the Rumble winner will face Roman. Yes, that's my assumption. Yeah, that seems to be a yeah. likely assumption. Therefore, at Chamber, you'll have the the you would think number one contender match to face the WWE champion at Mania happen there. So if you if you think okay, Drew retains against Goldberg, so Goldberg could do something else at Mania, whatever that might be. Uh, then in that number of contender match, you can have AJ, you could have Edge mm-hmm. to further their thing. Yeah. You could have Lashley, you could have Riddle to further their thing, and you could have Sheamus, you could have Keith Lee. Yeah. Plenty you of just named, That was six people, right? You just named yeah, six people? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, that, that makes sense. All that stuff yeah. totally makes absolute sense. Um, or to justify Goldberg's being at WrestleMania, uh, I mean, I guess you don't need to justify him by having him win the title. But, uh, I mean, he could win, you know, at the Rumble. Yeah, that Drew is in the chamber match. Drew's in the his chamber. way back in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like, I don't know, Goldberg needs to do something else than, than be title guy. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's too old. Uh, anyway, speaking of old guys, and speaking of Goldberg, recently, 
uh, referring to the locker room as soft, uh, agreeing with The Undertaker's comments. Devon Dudley, one of the most decorated tag champions of all time, and of course now a producer with W. Is he still producing with WWE? I believe is that so. Still a I thing? believe okay. so. On a recent episode of Table Talk, Devon Dudley described today's wrestlers as, quote, rude and disrespectful. Now, there's some context here, and these transcripts come to you from Cultaholic, our good friendos over there. Mm-hmm. He said this You've got to understand nowadays in this business, the young guys that are brought up in the business, they're disrespectful, they're rude. Okay, not a lot of context there. Well, he's he, out and out saying, but he continues on. He, I think, I think, yeah, he's elaborating a little bit here. Yeah, he says, Listen, Generation X, okay, which is my generation, our generation too, uh, the attitude era and all that, yes, we had attitude. But there is one thing I will say about my generation is that we respect those who came before us. And that's one of the problems we have with a lot of the young talent. And Darren, he's speaking about Darren Young, Mm -hmm. uh, along with a host of other guys. I'm just going to name them. Drew McIntyre, Rusev, and even Sheamus. They always had respect for the older talent that came in and always wanted to pick our brains. And it was great being in the locker room with those guys. It really was. So I guess the idea is he's speaking specifically towards paying some amount of respect to the older generation by asking them, hey, how to wrestle. And if you don't say, hey, sir, how to wrestle me, uh, you're being rude and disrespectful. It's like the All old right. handshake thing. I guess. I guess yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, oh, it, sir, it, how do you wrestle? And then you, know, you don't it, say that. Oh, you're rude. Uh, you know, I think, I think people of, of, you know, this goes back a long time. Uh, people of, of various generations, they think how things were done in their generation was the best way to do things. Um, and then a, a new generation will come along and find a way to, to do things that worked for them. Mm-hmm. And when they don't, you know, ask the previous generation how they did things, then I guess the previous generation gets upset because they think their way of doing things is best. Is the right way. Excuse yeah. me, sir, Mr. Undertaker, how do I, how do I be wrestler? And he's like, well, first of all, do you have a duffel bag with a gun and a knife in it? Uh, afraid not, sir. <laughs> well, then you're soft. Go play your video games. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy was rude. <laughs> he was so rude. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like every time you and I have had the 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 privilege of uh, uh, of being around some of the wrestlers of today's generation, not yeah. a ton of them and not in a lot of opportunities and granted as members of the press, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, was the context. Uh, but they've always been incredibly, oh, yeah. overly nice to us. Yeah. Like the the extreme opposite route, two idiots who can't even say, like, mumble out a question to Charlotte. She was so respectful and so accommodating, gracious, gracious. gracious and uh, and you know, just you know, she was ice breaking the situation for. Yeah, us. she was like, she was like, hey, I'm not like my character. And then she she like told the story. Of 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 having to do like a presentation with her dad's boots when she was in school. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Oh God, it was great. Yeah, her AJ Sasha. Yeah. Uh, when you know, idiot that I am, put my shoulder. Could you imagine if I tried to put my elbow on like Undertaker's shoulder or Devon Dudley's shoulder? He'd probably like freaking drop me with a three D right there. You know, uh, the the undisputed era, the nicest guys in the world. With this lumbering idiot walking up to them with a shaky uh, uh, tripod and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's the Carmella. Shayna Baszler, like the the, the the baddest badass on the planet. She was so nice. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. these people are really nice. I don't know why. Stop calling them rude, Devon. 
Anyways, you know, who's, Anyways. You, know who's, you know who also has a huge reputation for being like a super swell guy, really nice guy. We've heard this anecdotally multiple times from multiple people. Kurt Angle, and yeah. good on him. He's got a podcast, Lars. Yeah, man. Thanks to Conrad. I don't know how Conrad does it, man. He's got this massive Dude, podcast empire, right? plus a wildly successful mortgage company. But he keeps adding more, including the announcement yesterday that he'll be co-hosting a new podcast with Kurt Angle. Conrad's awesome. Um, he He's great. He is awesome. Uh, the Kurt Angle Show will be available on all podcast platforms beginning February 7th, but is available right now at adfreeshows.com. Uh, Angle and Conrad spoke to Sports Illustrated. Angle said this about the show, quote, we're going to have a lot of fun with this podcast. We're going to get into some great wrestling stories. It's true that I have uh, a lot of stories to tell and I won't be holding back. Conrad added, quote, it's almost become a gag about that he won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. But Kurt Angle wrestled that match, the main event of WrestleMania 19, with a broken neck. His decision to wrestle is one that he is still paying for today, and it started his dependency on prescription drugs. He goes into all of it, and fans are going to love hearing his stories. This is going to be a chance to really learn about the human element of this wrestling machine. Uh, Kurt's got even more on tap. He told Knocking Down Door or knock, Knocking Doors Down, sorry, that he's also got a TV show in the works, saying uh, these transcripts are from Fightful. Quote, right now I'm working on a TV show that WWE will possibly do. I'm pretty excited about it. I can't tell you much about it right now. Unfortunately, it's good to hear that Kurt's keeping himself busy, uh, you know, uh, doing things outside of the wrestling ring. Um, I'm really excited to, to give this podcast with Conrad a listen. Conrad is amazing doing his research. Amazing. Yeah, he's great. He is really um, great. Uh, and uh, the conversations I'm, I'm sure he'll have with Kurt will be fantastic. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. You know what I'm looking forward to also? We said we, we didn't really mention this on the show here, but uh, Chris Hero, Cassius Ono himself, has yep. also with Conrad at adfreeshows.com yep. a show. And uh, I am really looking forward to that one, man. The, the experiences mm-hmm. that he's had being basically a legend in the indie world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you know his time with uh, the NXT and NXT UK brands. Uh man, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. That dude Same is here. like a he's 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 he reminds me a little bit like whenever you hear Tommy Dreamer talk, just an encyclopedia mm-hmm. of wrestling mm-hmm. knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it's uh I'm really looking forward to that. Same uh here. another thing I was looking forward to earlier this morning when I was having my coffee, Larson. NXT UK. Wanna wanna hop right into this? My review for NXT sure. UK. Sure. Tell All me right, what you got. Man. All right, kicked off. I've got my notes on this on this uh, envelope here. Uh oh. Interesting. Jordan Devlin, the Irish ace, comes out. He's the cruiserweight champion, and they really put over that he's been defending this title uh, a lot lately, and he's looking for a new challenger. The unlikeliest of challenger steps forward. Jack Stars. Uh, no, that, given his weight, that sounds perfectly normal. Trent Seven. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. He's going to drop weight. Is that what he said? This is great. So uh, he comes out, and he's like, listen, he's like, maybe I'll come down to your division. Maybe I'll drop weight to to do that. I'll prove something to myself. And Devlin says, says, what's interesting, what's crazy, like Trent Seven gets in the ring, and Jordan Devlin's taller than him. I didn't realize that like he was that he, like I just figured Trent Seven's like a taller dude. Yeah. Um. I'm not saying I'm not talking crap or anything. It was just kind of striking to me that yeah, if he if he and, and so Jordan Devlin, he's like okay. He says, well, you got to put down the kebabs and uh, and show me what you got. And he he said, put down the kebabs and drop what I can only imagine has to be thirty pounds. And uh, and then and then I'll give you a shot. And as he walks away, he pats his belly. And Trent Seven grabs his hand 
and he throttles him, and Jordan Devlin's out of the ring, and he goes to pick up, get his title back because it dropped to the floor, and Trent yeah. Seven puts his uh, foot oh, on wow. it, and then he lets it go, and uh, and then he looks into the into the camera and he says, "I've got stuff to prove to myself and him." So that's going to be crazy to see Trent Seven down to down to cruiserweight size. That is interesting. That is interesting. Uh, let's see here. So this is a bit more context for what we we're talking about yesterday with Mako Satamora. Mm. Um, so Kaylee Ray, they did like a little promo video for her saying, I've beat everybody. I want the latest challenger in the world. And then it did that, uh, the little, uh, transmission effect that we have here yeah, on the yeah, show yeah, in yeah, between yeah. the thing. Uh, and then it went into the Mako Satamora thing that you probably saw yeah. on the yeah. com. And so, uh, it seems like that's going to be the match that they're oh, setting cool. up there. Uh, after that, we had, uh, Ben Carter. Who got his first? As far as I know, this is the first win that he's had on TV because he had two losses in AEW, or did he have a win on Dark in I, AEW? Well, he, he he has had another match in 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 UK. Did he lose that one? He lost against Jordan Devlin in his debut ah, match. Okay, okay. Then so yeah, he lost first, that one. His first, at least first win uh, under the WWE banner. Then he beat my new favorite wrestler, Sam Gradwell, uh, who goes around calling out his his main. Uh, 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 dig on people is that he calls him a yogurt, which I think is a yogurt, which I don't know. And even even the even a commentary, they're confused by if that's supposed to, like what kind of dig that is on people. I don't get it. You're nothing but a yogurt. What a yogurt? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, Sam Gradwell's great though. He looks like a character out of Cyberpunk 2077, but if you just put it on random. Um, Ben Carter, endless fun. Uh, he yeah. ended up uh, beating Sam Gradwell for his first win there in NXT UK. And then uh, uh, Ed Harvey, a.k.a. Shaw Samuels, who's now mm-hmm. going by Shaw Samuels, and they're making a big deal about how, uh, you know, hey, this guy's been around for 15 years. He didn't want to change his name. And uh, Nigel McGinnis said, well, a lot of us have to deal with that. You know, I had to do that a couple <laughs> times in my day. Just ask Kurt Angle about that, because I think probably in TNA, where Nigel had a different name. I forget what it was. Something it was Wolf, Desmond I Wolf, I think. Yeah, Desmond Wolf. Uh, <clears throat> he beat uh, Shaw Samuels, beat That's uh, funny. Josh Morell. Yeah, Nigel's great. Uh, <laughs> he beat Josh Morell, who I think that was only his second appearance. Um, there was a, a short interview with Ilya uh, in the gym. He was asked about blacking out during his match against mm-hmm. Jack Stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's unsure. He's like, yeah, dude, I don't know what happened there. You know, I, I don't really. And then during the middle of his interview, Sam Gradwell, uh, he walks by because they're in the performance center in the gym. He walks by and he's like, oh, look at the loose cannon over there. Oh, he's going to go crazy on you. <laughs> and Ilya just sort of looks over at him. And then he's like, yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> so that's going to be Turn the trance Ilya on the. Uh, <laughs> Gradwell's going to huh? get his ass whooped. Yeah. He needs to pick up a win or something, man, because this dude just talks trash and gets his ass whooped all the time. <laughs> uh, let's see. Back half of this. After that, we had a Rampage Brown interview uh, where he just talks about, yeah, you know, back here in NXT UK, a lot of new faces, a lot of old faces. And then the Gallus crew walk by and they're all, hey, how's it going? And they're, they're all friends and stuff. And uh, and Rampage sort of says, hey, Joe, hey, uh, give me a shot. You know, let's 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 mix it up. And he's like, oh, yeah, for old time's sake, anything for you. Very friendly, very oh. friendly uh, match uh, motivation there. And then there is a really terrific tag team elimination match to determine number one contender to Gallus's NXT UK tag titles, uh, where uh, it was pretty deadly. The Hunt, Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter. And uh, what do they call themselves? Uh, Mark Andrews and uh, 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 Jack Morgan Webster. S- 
South Wales subculture. That's what I thought it was too, but they didn't really mention that name, so I didn't know if they were still going by that. Uh, but uh, this is a really, really fun match. Elimination. Hunt was eliminated first. Uh, Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter were eliminated second. And then uh, South Welsh Wales subculture. Jack Morgan Welsh. Webster, who's freaking Jack these days. Yeah, he looks no, great. He looks like a different person now. He's He spent uh, uh, lockdown getting jacked, yeah. Yeah, dude. And uh, and uh, Mark Andrews uh, lost to Pretty Deadly, so Pretty Deadly, interesting. Uh, uh, who have maybe the worst ring gear I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but I think it's supposed to go into like their Pretty Boy model type gimmick. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's because they have like the ugliest shade of like beige pink uh, uh, tights, but then there's like sort of frill at the top, mm-hmm. and it just looks like there's sort of like singlet uh, tights. That have been taken down and are just sort of hanging. It's it's ugly, but I think it's supposed to be like, hey, we're fashionistas kind of thing. So anyways, they're getting the shot against Gallus, who are sitting ringside having popcorn the whole time. So, uh, yeah, UK. I think it's quickly become my favorite wrestling program there is because only an hour long. Wow. You know what actually is my favorite wrestling program, Larson? Smackdown. It's on tonight. Very excited. You got that, that right, bud. Uh, first item. Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens will engage in a war of words en route to Royal Rumble. Ooh, war of words. Interesting. And uh, this is going to be interesting. So Bianca Bailey, I'm sorry, Bianca Belair versus Bianca Bailey. Raw Gate Mutant Strikes again. Bianca Belair out for payback against Bailey. So is that actually going to be a match? Is that what's being advertised? That's my understanding. That's my understanding. All right. That's an actual match. Yeah, dude, trying to wrap my head around all that. There's so much math, man. I, I don't know. I still know. I, like I told you, I text. I'm, I'm having dreams about Royal Rumble math in terms of, of, of picking right? for predictions. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm solid on my men's pick. Um, and I, I think I'm solid on my women's pick. I think I I have an idea as to how they can pull that off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think I'm good with it. Anyways, that's going to do it for News Brief. Uh, join us tonight for uh, a SmackDown recap at yeah. twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Hit that sub button to the channel. We're trying to get to 200,000 subs. Yes, I'll please. mention that once every couple months. Uh, there you go. We'll get there eventually, maybe at we'll, that rate. Yeah, sure. And uh, and then, yeah, later on today, Friendo Club TV, we're going to play some GTA 5, some GTA yeah. online on the PS4 So uh, or PS5. It's like cross whatever. Oh, that's uh, nice. So join... The what's the name of our crew? Friendo Club. It's just Friendo Club. Friendo Club. Yeah, I think it's Friendo Club. Yeah, you can come uh, play with us. Maybe join that crew and you can come play with us. Yeah. So uh, yeah, do that. It's gonna be probably two or three or something like that. Two two ish probably something two like ish, that. Two ish Pacific time, five yeah. p.m. Eastern. Anyways, thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade. Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.
teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.